Now, how many people in here have ever studied any French history of any kind? Put your hands up very high. Okay, quite a bit. How many people have ever studied the occupation of France by the Germans? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, not bad, but, n but a tiny proportion, about a hundred of you here. Such a pity, not, a, not for the ones who have, but the ones who haven't, because it's such an exciting and fascinating period. Another question I'm going to ask you is, how many people in here, and I suspect there are going to be many more, and put your hands up very high, have ever been to France? Right, that's what I thought. A lot, okay? <laughs> Another two more questions, and I finish with the questions. How many people uh, have ever been to Paris? A lot. Good. And how many people will be going to France? Uh, two more questions, actually. Sorry. How many people will be going to France this summer? Quite a lot. And how many people will end up in Paris this summer? Okay. Good. Right. First thing then is wonderful thing about French history is. When you go, so what's so strange is, you know, French history, you all go to France. It's the country probably, how many people in here have been to Germany? Well, not quite a few, but not so many. <laughs> quite a few. How many people have been to, uh, no, stop, stop, otherwise I'll never finish. <laughs> uh, the point I'm trying to make here is France is on our doorstep. We go there a lot. We see it a lot. Its history is very different from ours, from close to ours. And when you go, for example, to Paris this summer, or if you've ever been to Paris, all over Paris, you'll see little plaques. Actually, I, I should have thought of them. I wasn't planning to begin like this, so I'd have done one on the screen. Little plaques that you see all over the city. And they just, they have the name. It goes something like this. Here, on the 23rd of August, 22nd of August, 24th of August, 1944, X died during the liberation of Paris. Come in, no problem. Start, uh, we've just started. All over Paris you see this. Another thing, all over France you'll see war memorials. No country suffered a higher proportion of deaths in the First World War than France. 1.3 million Frenchmen died in the First World War. But that was actually a higher proportion of any country in Europe. Higher than Germany. More Germans died, but Germans had a bigger population. So every single war memorial, every single town and village in France, there are 35,000 of towns and villages in France, has a war memorial. Sometimes these war memorials are amazing, because actually there are more people on the war memorial than are left in the village today, because they've also been depopulation. You see a small village, you think, God, how could so many people have died from this village? If you look at the back of the war memorials, you often see another little plaque, 1940, 1944. When you see that, say, you see three or four names, not many usually more than that, because the number of people who died in the Second World War in France was tiny, because of course the French didn't fight the Second World War, they were out of it very fast. But you see the names of people who were shot by the Germans, who died in the resistance. And so if this is something that whenever you go to France, you just keep your eyes open and you can see the history that I'm talking about today. Now, why? So that's one reason why I think it's important. Another reason why I think it's important is because the kind of questions I'm going to talk about today in my lecture seem to me to be the questions that we should all... Patrick said at the beginning that he and I, when we started our lives, wanted to be novelists. We wanted to tell stories. And... Why? Because we're interested in human beings. And history is about human beings. 
And what's fascinating about what I'm going to be talking about today is we're faced with human beings in extreme situations. We'll look at some of these in a moment. Um, what the question you ask yourself when you study France under occupation is what would I, a human being, or my parents, or my children, have done? So these are deeply important moral questions which we ask about this history. Another reason why I think this history is important is because it is about the French saying, what kind of country are we? History is not just about the past, it's about who we are today. If I was to say, for example, Second World War, Britain in the Second World War, Britain in 1940, what, comes into your, what, uh, what immediately comes into your head? Say some, anybody. It's the Battle of Britain. Somebody else said something else. Churchill, Battle of Britain, one other thing. There's a, exact, and another thing. Dunkirk, excellent. Churchill, Battle of Britain, Dunkirk. Now, do you feel better about Britain for those things or worse about Britain for those things? Better. Better because on the whole, we can be generally proud of it. Right? Dunkirk actually is a bit complicated because it was a defeat. But it was a defeat we made into a kind of victory. Churchill, we all love, well, Churchill's a great historical hero, at least. Now, of course, we can deconstruct that heroism, but he makes us feel better about being British. When Mrs. Thatcher talks about Winston, used to talk about Winston Churchill, it was a way of saying, you know, this is something really I want to be connected to. What about the French? Can they feel so happy about their past? Well, it's difficult, because the immediate past for France, the occupation, is a period where it's not so easy to be so happy. And in a sense, thinking about the occupation is for the French a way of thinking about what does it mean to be French today. Now, the one image that the French have, another, sorry, I, keep, I said I wasn't gonna ask any questions, but I'm gonna ask one more question. Now, actually, I, I lie. I'm gonna ask several more questions, because I'm now in that, I've got into that mood. I wasn't planning to do any questions, but I'm now. Take a, 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 the, um, a town hall. Every, every French village and town has a town hall. And what's written on the top, on the front? Liberty, perfect. Liberty, egality, equality, liberté, égalité, fraternité, or liberty, equality, fraternity. The French like to think they are the country of liberty, equality, fraternity. They like to think they gave, some of you will be doing the French Revolution seminar this afternoon. They like to think they gave those ideas to the world. But at another level, France is the country also that in some views behaved very badly in the Second World War. So how do you square that if you're a French person? Do you think I'm proud of France because the French gave liberty, equality, fraternity? Or do you think, oh, I'm ashamed of France because of some things? Because if I say Second World War in France, are there any words? What, what do you immediately think? Vichy. You think Vichy. Great. Anybody else? Another word you might think. Sorry? Surrender. Surrender. And one more word. Resistance. And one more word. Collaboration. Collaboration. All right, you've got them all there, right? And in a way, it's the R word and the C word that I kind of want to talk about today. Because the French have a problem with the C word, collaboration, what it means, what they did. 